What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast, and what a podcast it shall be! Twice in a weekend, once in a twice time. AJ Belaz is back. Let's celebrate. Spread the news. I already got my glass ready. There we go. Oh, yeah, you got the drinks poured. AJ Belaz, baby. There you go. A little low there. My bad. A, a, a quick little story with that. There was one day where I like it was like a we our wa- hot water heater weren't wasn't working when I was living with Andrew, wasn't working. So I took a cold ass shower. I come downstairs. I still have the towel. I think I had boxers underneath too. Hold on. And he's hold just on. like, hold on, hold on. Even after a cold ass shower, you were able to come downstairs. Yeah, I know, right? Slip and slide. <laughs> But I go downstairs, Andrew looks at me, and he, he just goes, "Are?" he was going to say, are you okay? I wouldn't let him finish. He just went, are you? And then I just lift my hands up, and I'm like, Adam's cold, baby! <laughs> PC it Tony just works. Joined <laughs> once again by AJ Belaz and how I've missed you so, and you know that for sure. And, of course, uh, I... I gotta say, like the the like the maybe one of the MVPs of of the chair shot right now during WrestleMania season, uh, DJ from Mindus Wrestling Podcast. He's back on the airwaves once again. DJ, it's WrestleMania season, and you and I just can't stay away. Nah, it's like we're whoring ourselves out all over the place. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, I already like I told you guys in the you know off you know off air here. I, my girlfriend, the poor lady, she's a she's a WrestleMania widow right now. Um, <laughs> That's a I, I don't know what to, I, I already I wonder the next two weeks are going to be busy. All right, so today what we want to do is just kind of dive into the brain of AJ Belaz. We haven't seen him in a while. What's he been up to? Uh, how's he been doing? What's he been drinking? Um, AJ, you want to give us a preview on a of that? 
Uh, work's a pain in the ass. I'm drinking every time that I get out of work and before work, and I'm just happy to be back and chilling on the DWI podcast. So tell us why you're available today. What's happening? You got a major snowstorm out there. You know, let's let's shoot the breeze here for a little bit before we get into the wrestling. So the reason why, because we're actually recording on a Friday, and I'm usually working swings uh i'll I'll try to use eastern time for this uh 6 30 to 3 i believe yeah 6 30 to 3 in the morning is my swing shift schedule so anytime tony's like hey let's try to do a podcast i'm like dude i'm trying to sleep <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm like i'm trying to sleep i'm trying to catch up uh it it's just that it works fine just gets annoying every now and again and there was a bit of a snowstorm. There were big flakes landed on the ground. Now it's fucking sunny as shit out right now. And uh, the other reason why I'm like, I'm not going into work today other than that snowstorm is I Randy Orton myself and there might be something wrong with my collarbone, <laughs> which is not a good thing when you have to carry like mail and whatnot. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I have to carry mail in big tub buckets. I have to push like, cages full of these things when they're done and everything yeah that's not good for my collarbone <laughs> dj you look like you have a question oh no i was just kind of so you <laughs> you did that like lifting something at work it was either lifting something pushing or pulling something i don't know but i just woke up and you know how your collarbone's supposed to be like flat on ones like they're supposed to be flat to your chest yeah lifting my arm i know you guys can see it but lifting my arm like this hurts <laughs> Damn. My collarbone is slightly popped out on the right side. Oh, that sounds hideous. So I'm like, I'm going to go to a doctor. Yeah, it's probably probably good advice for yourself there, buddy. Yeah. That's well, why well, I said I Randy Orton myself. <laughs> we are fortunate enough to benefit from that. So, uh, AJ, I mean, we got a plethora of topics to ask you over the last weeks that we haven't been able to talk to you about. We had a great CM Punk conversation last night. DJ. Um, so we want to get your thoughts on that. We also want to get your thoughts on WrestleMania because I doubt you're going to be able to make it to the TriCast, possibly QuadCast next week. Um, DJ, I'm going to have to talk to you about that. And sure. uh, yeah, uh, give us a, a quick quip, a uh, funny story. Uh, we haven't talked to you in a while, please, before we go to commercial. Well, let's see, quick quip or funny story. I mean, we already had the Adams cold, baby. Let's see, another one? I mean, it looks like I, you haven't cut your hair in a while. Yeah, I. it's starting to get bad to the point where I, <laughs> whenever I get frustrated at work and people have noticed it, because I don't hide my emotions, I will get frustrated really? and I will start edging my hair. I'm like, I'm getting so annoyed. And they're just like, <laughs> what are you doing that for? A couple of them are like, wait, do you watch professional wrestling? And I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast. You want to listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, so so you you know the wrestler Edge, and I'm like, I like him because his name is Adam Joseph. <laughs> Want to guess what my first and middle initial my first and middle name is? Oh no shit! I guess that's where the AJ comes from. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm just gonna let you know those of us who can't grow our hair out anymore are quietly telling you to go fuck yourself right now. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Chantal hates it. She's like, I would love to sit there and edge myself, but if I edge anymore, I'm going to edge it all the way back to the Hulk Hogan zone. Okay. <laughs> DWI number 370, edging. We're edging. Yeah, not great. Okay. I was going to be happy about working today. I guess not. I'm PC Tony. I'm kind of wasted. I've been out all day. I've got DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, and AJ Belaz is back in the building. We're thrilled for that. We're going to take a commercial break, if I can continue to talk. And after that, we're going to come back and talk some wrestling. DWI Podcast, Chair Shot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com, forward slash the chair shot. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. Welcome back. DWI Podcast, ChairShot Radio Network. DJ, we've had a lot of great conversations. Most recently, we've been talking about CM Punk. AJ, have you you've seen the rant? What are your thoughts here? Because we had an extensive conversation, me, DJ, and uh, Rob, last night. You've already heard that here on Chairshot Radio Network. What do you think of the whole situation, and where does Punk lie ahead in the future of wrestling? I know DJ knows this. I am not a CM Punk fan at all. I've never really cared for him because it just seems like wherever he goes, drama follows. And he's kind of the drama man. Him calling out AEW, as much as we don't like it, calling everyone a liar and a stooge, we... I'm saying we as everyone in Chairshot at least knows. You're not gonna get a hundred percent of the truth when you're in any business everything is a gray area you're in the dark or you're in like a a crack of the light like shining from like a window or something of some truth people are there to do a job the person who's in charge as much as we like to make fun of tony khan pretty tony khan and his little uh, nose candy is doing his job as a boss He's trying to make sure this entire ship goes afloat. So if you're going to call him out, say, like, you're a liar, Chris Jericho, you're a liar and a stooge, et cetera, et cetera. You're just causing problems to cause problems because you have nothing better to do. Because what did he say? Like, Mox asked him about, like, a match or, like, something. To, I don't remember exactly what it was. I know it's in our chair shot, like, group chat, but... If you work in any company, in any business, I'm not just talking wrestling. I'm talking job-wise in general. You're never going to get 100% of the truth. There's a giant, massive, blank, like, it's a blurred line there. But you're never going to get anything that's true. You are working there. You are a cog in the machine. If you make a problem with the cog... It either stops or they remove the problem so the machine can work again. (laughs) Crickets? And that awkward pause. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, AJ didn't say something sarcastic for once. Wait a minute. (laughs) No, it's... uh, you're absolutely right there, and I think, uh, like I said, I'm not going to go too deep down my own feelings about CM Punk. You can listen to the other part of that episode whenever you're, whenever you want. I, I just, I think he 
I don't want to say that he thinks his cog in the machine was the most important, but I'd be lying or at least fooling myself if at least at the time I didn't think he was. I mean, let's my personal feelings on the guy notwithstanding, and you know, Tony called me out on this last night. He for AEW, he's an important cog in the machine. Okay. That, you know, for, for what they needed. And he he him, what he represents in the wrestling industry was very much what AEW as a company represents in the industry. We're anti-establishment. We're definitely anti-WWE. But again, you work for a company. And this boss has told you, this is what I want you to do. You know, and as an employee, subcontractor, however you want to label them, that's your job. And, you know, that my understanding was that Moxley, I guess, in their their feud presented uh, what he called the Rocky Three. Uh, angle and <clears throat> my interpretation of that is if you remember Rocky 3 in the first match Clubber Lang beat the absolute hell out of Rocky Balboa so Rocky did the job in the first match and then he was going to rally and come back at the end to win the whole damn thing and without knowing the booking without knowing the nuance this is what I interpret that when Mox says I want to do the Rocky 3 thing and, and again we said last night um, you know, how the hell is CM Punk made it to damn near 50 years old without watching a single Rocky movie is a mystery to me, but whatever. Um, but I, I, yeah, for him to look at that and go, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, somebody explain it to the boy. I just, yeah, we, I, like you said, we, we talked about it 369 um, and we had to get AJ's point of view, but it's like, I mean, I'd rather see him in WWE. I, I think it, a structured, a more structured and um, kind of, uh, like you said, locker room controlled atmosphere would be way more productive for him. Like, give him something to do. This is why you're doing it, and this is why it's so important. Okay, he'll do it. But you go over to AEW, and it sounds like it's all WCW, and it's like, uh, we're doing this and then we're going to do that. And, um, oh, you needed something fine. We can do that over there. Uh, well, no, I don't know why, but, but that person has to get on. So we'll do that too. And, um, you know what I mean? He's very I, animated right now, ain't he, AJ? It, a little bit. Well, that's what happens when he's been drinking for like eight hours. <laughs> Almost. Day but... drinking. I, I, CM Punk is living, breathing proof that some wrestlers should not have full creative control. Okay. I think he does much better in a controlled environment. He worked much better under Vince. And while I have not watched any of his AEW stuff, I've watched very little of his Ring of Honor stuff. I would say as an overall package, he was much better presented in WWE because he had that control. And I think whether he admits it or not, his personality type, as just as a human, needs that type of structure, needs that type of control. Um, I think if you sat him down on a on a, a psychiatrist's couch and had somebody pick him apart, they'd probably tell him that. Say, hey, look, I hate to break this to you, but you need structure. Well, you need a boss. You need someone telling you, hey, this is where you need to go. He sought it out, did he not? He went to UFC, where you literally have to become a practitioner of structure and a practice to be successful. And yeah. that's why he was 0-2 and didn't do anything after the fact. <laughs> Listen, I no. give him credit for what he did there. He stuck in. Hey, as long and you as won't he hear me talk shit about his UCF career. The guy, UCF, UFC career. 
the guy would have whipped my ass. You know, oh, it's yeah. a, it, it, legit CM Punk would have lit, lit me up. And, you know, I say that without any hesitation. But he was uh, way out of his league for what he was trying to do. But I give him all the credit in the world for trying to do it. Yeah, I, I'm only saying that just to be a dick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it's the controlled environment. Yeah, he does seem like he needs structure because everyone still references the pipe bomb and everything that was stable and everything there with the Triple H feud and whatnot. That worked. That actually worked with everything. Perfectly fine. Maybe he went over the lines a little bit because there's like little tidbits and whatnot that, you know, he might have said some things that like pissed off Paul or Vince or Stephanie, who knows. But it worked. But the one thing that I remember, actually a buddy of mine sent it to me on Instagram for like a quick little video reel was how I feel when I first come in like into a job, how I feel now. And it was two, it was CM Punk when he came in and he was like, there are a bunch of hungry talent that I haven't seen in 10 years in a professional wrestling ring. And then it goes to how I do work now, like how I have you work now. And it's him during that press conference eating like the burger or whatnot. And he was like, I'm fucking old. I'm fucking tired. I work with a bunch of fucking children. And it's, it's, it feels like when he gets his way, he doesn't play. He doesn't you know what the problem well. with that with that meltdown at the press conference was? I agreed with him. That point, the I work with children, because there's a lot of people in AEW and they've, you know, people from AEW camp have admitted this. A lot of that younger talent does not listen to the veterans. The there's veterans no, try to give no them advice there's and no. they're like, you know, we're yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, old man. And they're just gonna go out and do whatever they do, which is probably part of the reason why their product is the shit sometimes. Because these kids won't listen to the Arn Andersons and the William Regals and, you know, the, the Mark Henrys and the big shows and, and the old guys. So CM Punk's probably looking at this like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? You should be listening to these guys. You should be picking up nuggets of info. How do you how do you go in the ring and go out there and not listen to, of all people, like Arn Anderson? Like, how, how do you not take advice from that dude? How do you not take advice from William Regal? How do you look at a guy like that and say, nah. I got this. And so that's probably where that was coming from. And to that point, I agree with him. You know, there's some people there that really need to shut up and listen. In a world full of wrestlers, when you have a bunch of veterans near you, listen to the veterans. Don't be a Joey Janela. <laughs> right. Right. And I learned that quickly in the business, man. Sometimes just shut your mouth and listen to these guys because they will teach you how to work. And, and every night will feel like a night off. I'm just smiling because I think Tony got a, he got he kind of got a little chuckle from uh, saying don't be a Joey Janela. <laughs> I I'm not yeah, an some, acknowledger some Jersey of, hate. Yeah, I'm not an acknowledger of certain things. You know that, so you know that's kind of my uh, repertoire. I just enjoying the conversation you guys are having. It, it it's just interesting because you guys bring up a lot of great points that we might not have had made recently you know we get a little more in depth here on the cm punk thing and it's just like man how many opportunities have we missed because there's a lack of communication i think when it comes down to it that's the basis of it i don't think a lot of these people are bad people but they come off not looking good i'll even uh, say it you know as much as i'm a cm punk fan the guy just doesn't come off well and 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 no that doesn't help you in a business where you have to work with people. 
Well, and in his defense, it's full of people who don't work well with others. You know, part of your brand, part of your job is to protect yourself in that business. And he's one of those guys who strikes me as once he sniffs something, he goes into a shell. And not unlike a Brock Lesnar, you know, Brock has notoriously said, you know, openly, hey, look, I don't like people, you know, and I don't play well with others. And, you know, when I'm in my zone, I need to remove myself. So so I probably come off a certain way. And it's very possible that CM Punk is like that. And and again, like I talked about in the, the section we you, I, and Rob talked about, he just presents himself wrong to people. Yeah. But the other thing, like we said, is there, there has to be some level of respect, not going to like, given to CM Punk. He's been <clears throat> in multiple companies. He's been in, like, the infancy of TNA, ROH, WWE... Now AEW, he he knows a thing or two. He might come off as a dick, probably because he is a dick, but he still knows a thing or two around the business and how it works. He still knows what goes on, what you should say, what you should do. Talk to someone who actually knows what they're doing. Right. Like in TNA, he was part of Raven's flock. Like that, the whatever they made for like, I, I think they still called themselves the flock or the gathering or something like that, but learned off of Raven. He just hated TNA because management sucked back back then. ROH, he flourished. He did very well in ROH. That's the reason why he had a job in WWE in the first place in 2006. And 2006 came along, he became the first two-time Money in the Bank winner, he became world champion, he cut amazing promos, he had a certain look that was anti-authority and everything else, and it fit with people. So he knows what goes on, he knows the psychology that goes on inside the ring and outside the ring with backstage politicking. That's right. something that you gotta listen to. Like Jericho, Danielson, Regal, Henry, Big Show, all of them. Listen to them because they have so much knowledge that they can give you so you're not lost in the shuffle. So you're just not indie vanilla midget 7,302. Yeah, find a way to stand out in the crowd. And then the way to stand out in the crowd, unfortunately, kids, as we say it on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast all the time, it ain't always about the moves. I'd love you know, to it's use, what you do in between the moves. <clears throat> I'd love to use Indie Vanilla Midget 3002 as a title, but I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, but <laughs> no, they don't like being called Indie. Yeah, maybe it's <laughs> mid- there you go. That's uh, just... <laughs> DWI Podcast uh, 370. That's what you're listening to right now. We'll be right back with some WrestleMania talk. Uh, until then, listen to this commercial from my good friend Kenny. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI 370. Um, you- Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I've heard be drunker before. AJ Belaz and DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast right here. Let's start talking about WrestleMania. We're getting into it. This is going to be like the first kind of WrestleMania preview podcast. We're past, uh, we're past SmackDown uh, when it happens. Uh, we got Raw and another SmackDown ahead of us with the Hall of Fame ceremony. What are you guys most looking forward to for that weekend that hasn't been announced? Because Mysterio... The family, that's going to be a fun weekend. I think we're going to have something happen at the Hall of Fame. I think we're going to announcement on night one that we'll have a match on night two. So it's just like, to me, I, I love the addition of a working angle during the weekend. In addition to everything we have, possibly Bobby Lashley and uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Um, start with DJ. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Hall of Fame. Uh, one, has have they announced like a Hall like Usually there's like a main event to the Hall of Fame. Last year it was The Undertaker. Is Rey Mysterio the, the main event this year, or have they yet to announce that? I I would imagine that he is. I think I, Conan, because he's, got a, he's still an think, active angle, I would imagine so. I think Conan is inducting him as well. Yeah, they, I'm they've sorry. already announced three people. So far, uh, apparently the celebrity is Andy Kaufman, and the two wrestlers are Rey Mysterio and the Great Muda. Okay, right, a couple thoughts about this whole Mysterio um, dominant Dominic angle. I love it. I think it's it's been fun. Dom has flourished and and become one of the most incredibly watchable and and enjoyable segments on WWE programming. But I look at this angle. And I equate it to my life. Ain't no way in hell that Daryl Sr. would have been like, nah, I can't fight my kid. Nah, I can't fight my kid. From day one, my dad would have been like, oh, you want to bow up? You want a man up? Nah, we don't have to wait till WrestleMania. We can do this right now, kid. And my dad would have dragged my ass in the ring and gone to whooping. Um, so I, I have to chuckle when I see Ray going, nah, I can't fight my kid. I can't fight my kid. Cause I didn't grow up in that household. <laughs> my dad was ready to throw down at a moment's notice. And if you bowed up, you were getting your ass whooped. Not, not even wrestling wise. You can even ask Andrew this, our grandfather, whenever we got in his face or talk back to him, his, his line would always be, do you want to go out back and you want to dance? Every time and it was just like, what the f- no, why, what, why, why, why are you saying this? <laughs> and my dad was stone cold when stone cold was still in high school. So <laughs> my dad was ready to drink some beer and whip some ass back in the day. And I'm like, nah, I ain't going to cross that old man. He's crazy. He's crazy now. I mean, that God, he's, he's almost 70 and broken and I still wouldn't cross him. Fair enough. Uh, but the, the, the whole thing with the Mysterios, I would love for the Hall of Fame, I would love 
if Ray's going on saying like all these praises about WCW getting his chance, I think he was in. E- I don't remember if he was in ECW. He might have been. Not a hundred percent sure, but I I would love for him to just like go on say like he's proud of everyone. Of course, we're gonna get an Eddie moment. You know, we're gonna get an Eddie moment. It's Ray. But like right at the end of it, Dom comes out. And then it was just like, all right, you're inducted in the Hall of Fame. Congrats. Retirement match. And Dom just ruins this entire thing for Ray. Ruins, quote unquote. And that's when they have their match at Mania. It's in L.A. It's close enough to 619 where, hey, it's basically a hometown crowd for them. This is Ray having his last match basically at home against his kid. That would be the perfect way to send off Rey Mysterio, and Dom might have a change of heart, or Dom might become a massive fucking heel. It's interesting. I wonder where you heard, like, Rey Mysterio's last match in WWE would be against his son this year at WrestleMania. I wonder where you heard that. I'm not really sure. Um, (coughs) PC20! But let's just make sure we know that. Um... (laughs) another topic i wanted to talk about is omas face washing brock out of the ring that's kind of a big deal to me like we all saw that right you you all saw that happen right like he literally face washed him out of the ring that's a big fucking deal that's a big fucking deal like a basketball pushed him out i like that brock's doing business here yeah, you know, I, I think Brock is at that point where it's like, you know what, I'm going to wrap it up in a year or so. Let me get in here, make as many moments. Let me try and make as many people as possible. That was a big moment for Omos. And, and a big, that was growth for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, we're we're so used to Brock being the dick that's just like going into business for himself. Well, not really a dick. I don't know why that's like AJ's word of the day. Suddenly it's just dick. But, um... <laughs> He, we all know he's a little stubborn. He's a little selfish. Whereas, like, no, I, I would like to have this. And the, like you said, DJ, it's nice that he's actually like, I'm gonna put over this big guy because, other than having a few squash matches and having the tag titles with AJ Styles, what has Omos have done? To be fair, he had a hell of a good match with uh, Braun Strowman a couple months ago. Um, yeah, it's more. Hard. He's done more than Bray Wyatt. Don't this get me started. True. Don't get me fucking started. Yeah, we're not, I don't think we're going to go down that road tonight. No. I mean, unless Tony drags us down that road, it's his show. No, <laughs> I, yeah, if yeah, you, you don't want to, I just like, like yeah, that just the, 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 no, we, we can. this is the song the that never ends. We can talk about Bray it Wyatt. It just goes on I, and on, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, this, this match with, with, because a lot of people were like, why is he wrestling almost? Why not Lashley? Okay, I get it. We wanted. I could watch Lashley and Lesnar oh, any night of the week, any day of the week. Yeah. Meaty men slapping meat. I love it. But with almost this match is not about a wrestling match. It's not about seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. It is about one singular moment, and that is Brock Lesnar hoisting that big ass up and f fiving him through the ring, and that is it. And they'll play that. I said this on my podcast. Um, they will play that from now. We, that that clip will outlive the three of us. Probably. I mean, we still. 
I still hear chirpings, chirpings at least, of John Cena doing the double F5 at uh, 25. It was 25, I think. I think it was the 25th against Edge and Big Show. Hoisted both of them up. Clean. That dude. (laughs) Even even Lesnar's like the strongest person in WWE is John Cena. He actually puts in his work. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. One last thing before we get to trivia. All right. Cody win. So, I don't know if anyone else has uh, the dirtiest sheets. Uh, no, no, no. Filthy. Nasty. The filthiest of dirtiest Nasty. sheets that have not been cleaned since Dave Meltzer decided to Girl, touch a pen and paper. You nasty. That's very nasty. I think Cody doesn't win. Because Uh-oh. if you oh, believe wow. the dirtiest okay. of sheets. Wow. AJ started it off with no. If you believe the dirtiest of sheets. I don't. Triple I don't. H I does don't. not want the Universal Championship. He's going to consolidate it, apparently, by SummerSlam. That's yeah, what the dirtiest sheets say. You do that I with don't Cody. think Cody wins. You do that with Cody. Okay, you say you say Roman. Yeah, okay, I uh, don't think he's gonna win. I think they're gonna a, try to break the record with a, Roman. A preview to AJ's chair shot staff picks this next week. Uh, DJ. Man, I don't know. I if you'd asked me a month ago, I would have said Cody's winning because I we had a this conversation on our podcast with Ray Cash. And Ray's like, look, you know, you guys can sit here and argue. Roman's almost at a thousand days, and everybody thinks he's going to make it to a thousand days. But what is a thousand days? It's a thousand days, and it sounds impressive, but it doesn't beat anybody's record. It doesn't beat Hogan's. It doesn't beat. I don't think it beats Morales. There's no record that he's beating if he only makes it to a thousand days. And if he only makes it to a thousand days, if he's not beating Hogan's record, what are we doing? You know, if, if we're not going for that, and I don't think we are, because even if he loses it, I think Greg DeMarco, the boss, did the math. Roman would have to hold it past WrestleMania 40. And if he doesn't lose it at 39, he's 1,000% losing it at 40. Um, so we're not beating Hogan's record either way. We might beat Morales's. I'd have to look at the math on that. So if we're not beating any records, what does a thousand days mean other than a number? And that was originally, you know, Ray Cash's argument, and I agree with him. But then I looked at it, and I'm like, a thousand days is still impressive in 2023. Like it means something today. And so you look at that, and I'm like, okay, Rome, we're never going to get somebody to a thousand days again, at least not in the next 10 years. Cody can win this thing any day, any week, any time. I think a lot of people are going home sad Sunday night. I think I think Roman Reigns by hook or by crook retains both championship belts. To to answer your question on Pedro Morales, Pedro had it for one thousand and twenty seven days. Okay, so Roman it wouldn't take much for Roman past WrestleMania to beat Pedro Morales. No, he's currently at nine thirty one as of this recording. Okay, so we've only got about a hundred hundred more days. Okay, so that's doable. That's realistic. <sighs> Yeah. So Cody wins. Rhea and Charlotte headline night one. Or I change my name. I mean it's 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 just gonna happen. Roman's taking time off. You might not there see There is Roman. a name change on the line here, folks, you, for WrestleMania. You, you may or not you, you won't see Roman again till possibly SummerSlam after WrestleMania. 
that's just the way it is. They'll continue. You can pick up Jay and Roman at any time. You don't think you can? It's a lot easier to continue to build the star known as Cody Rhodes without Roman Reigns around, who needs a much-needed break. That's my prediction. All right. See, I think Cody Rhodes would sell a man I just came up that close. He could sell that storyline for six months. See, I already see them setting up opponents for Cody in the summer, like Omos over Brock and things of that nature. That's a guy who could be an opponent for Cody. Like, you can you can do all these different things. And, yeah, you got the Usos to carry yourselves through the bud line in the summer. So I, I think Roman's taking time off. I'm going to believe Russell votes. I'll go ahead and say a name that I uh, – I, I believe in the filthiest side of, of, of the dirt. So. Okay. I don't know. No, that's fair. All right. All let's, right. Let's take a break. AJ, you got some trivia? Hell yeah. I got some trivia. <laughs> righty, Right. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Now, Tony, don't lie to me. How, how much have you missed cracking open a beer after listening to the One, Two, Three Kids theme? Um, <clears throat> I'll make you feel good and say I missed you a ton. Appreciate it. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it feels good to do trivia again because I had a great idea and then they were like, hey, you're working 4.30 to 1 a.m. Mountain Time. So I guess that's 6.30 to 3. And I'm like, well, shit, I can't do podcasting. So, this Plus grand you guys who can I, pull that shift, because that ain't for me. <laughs> I'm not really much of a morning person, I'm not going to lie. See, I am. I'm up at 4 a.m. usually. But, uh, I had this great idea. Tunny liked the idea when I told it to him a couple of months ago. Yes, you did, motherfucker. I, I have the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, since WrestleMania is going to Hollywood, I'm going to have a few of these, so it's not just one-offs it's not just gonna be like hey there's three questions there's a handful not gonna lie i got 10 on me and it's very quick wrestlemania is going to hollywood that's what she said so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to tell you a movie and you gotta tell me what wrestler or wrestlers are in that movie Gotcha. And we're not doing John Cena, we're not doing Batista, and we're not doing The Rock, because they've already been Hollywood. <clears throat> okay. So, I'm using this as an example. If I say they live... Gotcha. I came here to, yeah, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. We and got I'm it. All out of bubble. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah. So, Tony, I'll, I'll not be a dick. Like I said, word of the day. It's Pee Wee's Playhouse, dick. I'll let you go first. One through ten. Uh, one. 
I'm not Platt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going to be a very weird one to start off with. <laughs> Three ninjas high noon at Mega Mountain. You got to give me the wrestler. You got to remember when this came out, and you gotta got to give mine. me the wrestler that's in it. I, I know who's in it. I'm ready. I'm probably going to get this one wrong. I'm probably going to get most of these wrong. <laughs> uh, Only Dan wasn't asleep. He's ready. All right, here we go. Ready, DJ? All right, let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. Who was in Three Ninjas? High Noon at Mega Mountain. They both got Hulk Hogan correct. All right. Ooh, there so, we go. One point each. DJ, two through ten? Six. Okay. Six. Predator. Good. I'm good, brother. I think we both Uh, got this one. Jesse, the body of Ventura. There, God damn, I should have made these harder. I I need to hear the total BS at one point. Well, when we get there, you will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, then Tony. Two through five, seven through ten. Uh, two. Sharknado 2, the second one. <laughs> and Tony's face went from I'm confident to fuck. <laughs> I actually think I've got this one. I think I got it too. You good? I'm good. I'm good, bro. All right, let's see. Three, two, one. Tony says The Miz. DJ says Chris Jericho. That is incorrect for both. Ah. It was Kurt Angle. He was the fire chief. Shit, that's right. God damn it. Biscuits and gravy. Damn it, you're right. Festus and Jesse. And I even watched that son of a bitch. (laughs) All right, DJ, three through five, seven through ten. Give us three. Sharknado three. Oh, hell no. You motherfucker. The Miz. It is. Be your guy? It is the Miz. Hold up your same I, I'm ready no, when you but, are. But I think it is though. He was in <laughs> one of them. He was in one of them. That's yeah. The answers. There you go. That's my answer. The Miz. Tony scraped off the Miz. Put Miz back on. DJ put down. Scratched off Jericho. Put Jericho back on. It was Chris Jericho. Ah shit! It's a good story he, though. He, we just told. He was. He was. Uh, he was. For the me. Uh, for you, DJ. <laughs> I'm losing. All right, already tied. All right, Tony. Lo- four, f- four, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nine. All right, don't worry. This one's not Sharknado Four. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Highlander Endgame. Oh fuck. Even better. Um, also, I believe DJ's in the lead with three, and Tony, you have two. Okay. What was the question? Highlander Endgame. So the Highlander movies, but the last one, they had a flashback and there was a wrestler that was in it. I remember the scene vividly. That's why I'm like, I sadly know the answer to this before I even looked it up. (laughs) So I believe Duncan had a flashback where he was fencing someone in a duel. And he was drunk. I ain't that then. I'm I wrong. Guess. I got a guess. 
Yeah, so did I. So I think this is 2000. So Tony says Ziggler. What does that say? That says Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes. No, sadly. Michael uh, Hayes was in the first one. Uh, it was. Yes, because they actually had a match with the Freebirds. It the was the Freebirds. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Edge. Duncan I don't know that I've ever seen Edge. that Highlander movie. Uh, it's the one where Duncan and Richie have to fight, where Duncan's actually oh, the only yeah. one standing. Yeah, the really good gotcha. one. Yeah, the dog shit one. Well, no, the second one's the dog shit one. I'll be fucking honest with that one. Uh, so, DJ, four, five, seven, eight, ten. Let's go with five. All right, this one's going to be two points. Because there's two wrestlers in it. Rollerball, the 2003 movie, because they've remade it for some reason. Oh, Rollerball, though, 2003, to kind of give you a hint of who would be in it. Although this is not really much of a hint, because it's... Wow. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's two random wrestlers that you... Or, well, not wrestlers, but in WWE, that you'd be like, they were in a fucking movie together? Okay. <sighs> One had a major role as an announcer, and another one had, like, a random cameo. I'm going to get 50% here. You watched the movie? <laughs> I don't admit that publicly, but... Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, uh, shit. I'm trying to think of the announcer. Um, damn it. Very iconic announcer. Or I can't say an announcer. He's a very iconic voice. Because I think that's the one that DJ got. No. I actually, really? believe it or not, that's not the one I got. I got the cameo. Huh. I don't know. Dude, I saw that movie once, I, and I, I forgot know. most of was it. Was Jindrak the wrestler? So, Jindrak was not... Well, Jindrak wasn't the wrestler. DJ actually got the wrestler correct. It was Shane McMahon. The iconic voice that was the announcer was Paul Heyman. Oh. God damn it. Oh, I'm trying to think of Jonathan Coachman, I thought maybe been in there. Yeah, Shane McMahon had a blink and you'll miss it cameo. He didn't even have a speaking part. No, he was like walking off as an entourage and they were like, hey, you. And he turns around, he's in a full suit and he just looks around and it's like, you can say, you can see Shane O'Mac right there. And it was like, why the fuck are you in this movie? <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely useless cameo other than to say, hey, he was in that movie. Yeah, that's right, everyone. Shane McMahon was in a fucking movie. I'm getting killed. Now you are. Four to two. Yeah. You said five, right, DJ? I did, yeah. yeah. So, Tony, four, seven, eight, nine. Seven. We already did nine. Or four, seven, eight, ten, sorry. Seven. So, still seven? Blade Trinity. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> oh damn, DJ! <laughs> I'm ready whenever you are, Sugar Lips. Come on, let's go. I got, I got Blade no, Trinity. I you ever watched no, the Blade movie, Stunny? No. Uh, uh, oh. Wesley Snipes, Triple H, <laughs> Triple H, and somebody else. That's all I got is Triple H. There you go. I'll take one. Is point. that your answer? I'll take one point. D DJ, I'm assuming that's your yeah. It's Triple H. It's only one person. It's Triple H. Right. Yeah, there was no other wrestler. He did do I a wrestling that. move on Ron Perlman. 
He did. He did, he did a suplex on Ron Perlman. And fucking um, Ryan Reynolds did a perfect arm drag on him, too. He did. That confused the fuck out of me. I think it was also a suplex, too, that he did. Uh, yeah, I think he did like a belly-to-back or something. Yeah. yeah he, he did it. I don't know. So, that was seven. So, four, six, eight, ten. Let's Going go with four. Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Didn't you notice that 2, 3, and 4 were the two sh- were the three Sharknado movies? I got another Jesus. guess. I got another guess. I'm ready. I, I have no guesses because I have no fucking clue. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I sadly watched all of them. This is a why I'm going to lose my ass on this one. Are you ready, Tony? I'm ready. I'm right. writing a name down. So, so Tony says The Miz, probably. Yeah, again, yeah. The Miz. He's in one no, of those. it's not The Miz. Damn not it. Ken Shamrock. Decent guess, though. It was uh, actually Seth Rollins. Oh. Was it? It was Seth Rollins. He, he, I think he had to blow up a dam or something. I don't remember, but he was in it. Wow. Freaking, a freaking I, I think I stopped at Sharknado 3. I stopped and he was in the, the fourth one. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to a non-Sharknado question. Yeah, th- those were all the truck handle questions. I promise you that that was all of them. So yeah. six, eight, or ten, Tony. Uh, let's do eight. Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh. Oh man. Sleigh is in like the killing sleigh. I know. I know this one. I I hope we all know this one because we had a Christmas special at one point and we were talking about it. And, and I remember DJ got excited, and he was like, that's one of those dog shit Christmas movies that you can't get out of your head. <laughs> I think, is it Batista? Wrong big guy, it's Goldberg. Yes! Ah, shit. That's right. <laughs> I picked a big bald guy. Yeah, so, DJ, six or ten? Let's go with ten. All right. Ten. I might get hated for this one. Because Tunny could make a comeback since it's five to two. McGruber. There are six wrestlers in the McGruber movie. Oh, man. You would find one movie that I have not seen. I know, right? God damn it. And, it, right, and it's for six fucking points of all things. I know at least one. I don't know any more of them. I'd just be guessing after that. Ah, damn. Yeah. Six. I know one for sure. Well, this came out in like what? 2010? 2011? Something to that effect? Ballpark somewhere around there? Oh, no. I'm just like, how do I get like a random throw out of nowhere idiot question? Well, this is definitely a a fucking curveball for me. Um, I wrote two names down, and they're probably both wrong. I have three names down. I, I, I'm not. I'm all right. Good. Well, we'll, I let's, didn't let's see, see how many you can get. Nathan Jones, Tiny Lister, Zeus. That those weren't correct. Tunny still on his fucking Miz train. Ziggler and Jericho. Jericho's right. You're right. Jericho is right. Yeah, I knew that. So it's five to three. And Tony, I'm sorry, but you're not going to win this if you want to just keep doing the next question, though. It was Jericho, Kane, 
MVP, Mark Henry, Big Show, and The Great Kali. That's a lot of weight. That's like the who's who of why the hell are they in a movie? Exactly. (laughs) Well, at the time, Jericho was almost scheduled to host uh, uh, Saturday Night Live. Okay. And around that time, it was also uh, when he did Dancing with the Stars, too, around that same time. So he kind of had some TV poll. So the last one, DJ's going to win, but let's see if Tony can at least kind of make it close. Oh, what, Tony? What what do you think this trivia is all about here? What is it to you? I, I don't know. I'm losing. So I, I can't lose all the time. I lost. I got lost my ass last night. Tony, what what is it? This is total BS. Is it... Oh, where's the fire? This is total BS. Hey. There you go. All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, oh. The Secret of the Ooze. Let's go. Who was the wrestler that played that? Well, I know who this is. Played yeah, it. so do I. You ready? Yep. Super Shredder, Kevin Nash. Hey, Kev. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Tony's just holding up the two suite so he knows who it is. <laughs> I mean, Cena's going to play Bebop. That's great in the new one. Uh, I believe... Cena? Shame... Yeah. yeah, he's doing the voice. Oh, uh, okay. And Seamus played... played it recently. Nash was yeah. Shredder. So, yeah. Good history there. Yeah. All right. Apparently, well. if you like wrestling, you're a Ninja Turtle. Well, then we'll wrap it up. Congrats, DJ. Son of a bitch. I think I'm two for six or something on trivia. (laughs) It's always my trivia. Better than Maddie at Mania. One in six. I'll always have that. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, I'm completely hammered when we started, and even more so now that we're finishing. Let's just go ahead and go around <laughs> the horn and finish this. You guys knew this coming in. This was kind of an impromptu thing to do. Um, trivia was a lot, uh, a really good time. DJ, congratulations. Go ahead, gentlemen. Let's close out the show. All right, I guess it's been a while since I've done this. Uh, you can find me all over the social media interwebs at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. I'm going to actually throw a little tidbit of fun things that I've been talking with uh, the War Chief. And that's, uh, you know those fun little album reviews that he does? Good old Jar, Judgmental Album Reviews. Sometime next month, you will see a... I guess if you're a fan of Megadeth, uh, a Holy War is punishment due because brother will kill brother, and we're going to review a new album together that's coming out. A couple of them have singles. We like them. You're going to see AJ and Andrew do another collaboration, kind of like Peacemaster, or Peacemaker, sorry, with Tunny. I was drinking too, motherfucker. It sounds like <laughs> Don't a, give me that look. Sounds like a podcast, maybe. It could become a podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I need a better, I need my own, I can't say a better, because Chantel has an amazing computer, but I need my own computer if we're going to do any sorts of podcasts whenever I'm available, but hey, you can find me all over the place, Phenomenal AJB, also thechairshot.com, every now and again you'll see my name pop up on any article that I feel worthy, kind of like our little Bray Wyatt 
discussion. Anyway, DJ? Hey, you can find me on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, again, on the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find me on Twitter at the Mindless Pod. If you want to check out some video of the podcast, little nuggets that we throw on there, you can look us up on YouTube. Look for the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. And as far as the album reviews go, uh, they posted something on the Chairshot.com Facebook page, one of the album reviews. Uh, I guess your brother did that. I'm going to go check that band out. I, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember the name, but it sounds like it's in my wheelhouse. Um, so I'll be checking that out. Uh, now I gotta look this up. <laughs> it was just posted like two days ago or something. Yeah, he does it every Sunday, so go check those out if you want. Chairshot Radio Network, all over your favorite streaming platforms at Podcast DWI! Goodbye! Chairshot.com. Always use your head.